Wipe Out is back after seven years of being off air. John Cena, Nicole Byer, and Camille Hostak play broadcaster and commentator for the Obstacle Course uh, reality show, which pits people against each other for $25,000. Yeah, and apparently that prize is reduced from what was in the original, where it was 50000 Do they have different team colors? Why is it reduced? You can't just throw out a fact well, they're like going that to be and having more. It. They're going to be having more episodes than, I believe, seasons like one through five. Uh, mm-hmm. So, therefore, I think that's why they uh, decided to reduce the prize. But, but $25,000 is the same amount as one question on the chase or in who wants to be a millionaire. That a $25,000 question is still pretty easy. Well, they also had to kind of redo the whole entire uh, set because apparently the creator who came back said, we'll keep the big red balls, but we want to make the obstacle courses a lot different and a lot brighter. Uh, apparently, a lot of the obstacle courses were I think they want to people show. to focus on the obstacle course and not like the crowd around them because it's COVID, so there's no crowd. Right, yeah, and that's when they shot it during peak pandemic uh, in Santa Clarita in California. That was pretty obvious even the, the last part of the uh, episode where they're actually doing the wipeout phase um or the final obstacle course where you find out who wins camille kostak just disappears she's not even in the show anymore. but i believe that the hosts are in the final uh stage right like, yeah but she is one of the hosts she's just on the ground interviewing the people right yeah so and- it was weird to see her not there so i wasn't sure if that was covid related or if it was because of a personal matter but she just like suddenly wasn't on the I show i think it's gonna be like that for the rest of the episodes i think it's going to be you see her on the ground for the wipeout competitions until the final stage where you'll see john cena and nicole Byer, who also was the host on nailed it you're going to yeah, see them be she, the ones. She's a very distinct personality. As soon as you hear her voice, you know exactly who she is. She does do the Nailed It show where she plays the exact same version of herself. Very ecstatic, uh, flirty banter. Not afraid to make jokes. about. She's kind of like Leslie Jones where she goes after Colin Jost. Um, you know, yeah, on the weekend updates. Yeah. yeah, she'll do that, with, but with people that aren't even around. Like, in yeah, I think she's talked about Michael B. Jordan a lot. <laughs> well, the John Cena and her have a good chemistry. Yeah, they're other. fine. I mean, Cena also has his own personality that's kind of deadpan, but at the same time, very comically driven. Is he really? Because when I was watching the promos for this show, it seemed like at least when they got to the final stage, it was very, very supposed to be white knuckled. Like they were, they seemed like they were almost screaming into the microphone. Like there's one what? scene in which. <laughs> Uh, someone is like holding on to the grass to one of the platforms and John Cena is like hold on and like screaming in the microphone it seemed like they were supposed to be very very high energized no I think you're just talking about the ending of the episode and maybe you saw the Titan show with the rock and I can assume that he would probably be pretty yeah, enthusiastic was, yeah. but you have to understand this is not high peak individuals at their best uh endurance levels these are just random folks off the street it took me a while because i'd never seen the show to really get a handle of how it was different than other reality competitions that were based on physical feats like these people let me just break down how they introduced the contestants they had a bunch of duos coming up first you had a pair of friends uh eileen and sabrina and their spiritual healers and then you had um this uh, dad and daughter duo called the Kaluzas, but they were like way into guitar and they were not embarrassed of just singing the entire time. Did they time. bring a guitar to set? 
set is the wipeout stage, but they had like the intro card where they were both in front of it. I don't know where they filmed that, and they were singing the whole time. So it's kind of like the audition, like stuff that they use for Britain's Got Talent or America's Got Talent, where they give a quick yeah, a little bit. And then you had Jesse and Emma for they gave all these people names and stuff. And a lot of them, like, didn't go anywhere. Like, by the end, they were just kind of shuffling through people. Like, DJ Hypno and Hype Girl, I, I forgot about them. Some of the ones that got eliminated really fast that were really dumb were, like, one guy was named Rick and one girl named Megan. They were bubbleologists, and he was a bubble boy, and they just studied bubbles. Yeah, it's, just, it's <laughs> this is not a mature show. It's really stupid. Well, it's supposed to be, uh, like, family-centered. Yeah, I'll get into what I, like... Because in the end, you enjoy it, but at the same time, you realize your brain cells are dead. These um, people were supposed to be a little bit more athletic, though. Like, that's something that Matt Kunitz even said for I this show. I didn't get to everybody yet. Yeah. So there's another team that's called the Old and the Restless, and it starred David and Vaughn. And they kept making jokes that David was really old to be with Vaughn um, and throughout the entire series. And then John Cena at the end was like, he's actually the same age as me. <laughs> uh, and then there's the Newsleyweds. Uh, that were Caitlin and Jonathan. Caitlin was a reporter. Jonathan was a physicist. And they were actually probably the most physically capable of doing these uh, tasks. But they actually didn't make it all the way until the mm -hmm. ending. Okay. Um, and that should be about all the teams that really mattered by the end. By the second gauntlet course, because I didn't even know there were more than one course. But by the second gauntlet course, it goes from six groups to two. Yeah, and I it's supposed to be a wide variety of people. Uh, like, if, for example, even The Bachelor and The Bachelorette had an episode in the old Wipeout where they had to compete, and then there was even a, a ton of... Wait, you're saying they brought in, like, people from other shows to compete? Yeah, for, the, like, The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And but I, isn't this a TBS show? Is The Bachelor on TBS? Well, it used to be on ABC. This used then, to be on ABC. Yeah, so for the seven seasons that it had. But there's even, like, an episode in the old one called Hotties vs. Nerds 4.0, meaning that they've made four episodes of just oh, yeah. that. That seems like a very 2000s thing to do well they did that with multiple different episodes like every you said four. episode it seemed like well they did four of just those episodes who were playing the nerds one. i think that it was just random people that they were getting you so it'd be the bachelor like crowd versus just randos well, I mean, yeah, but just the, smart. the Bachelors was just one different episode of it. The Hotties vs. Nerds was like a completely different episode. Oh, I thought you were saying they took the crowd from the, the or no, the yeah, cast the, of the Bachelor <laughs> and called them the Hotties, like and the then people the nerds that were, were trying to like get NASA scientists or something. No, <laughs> no, it was just two completely different episodes. But there wasn't just that. There was also an episode where they followed a blind date, but the two people that were on the blind date were competing in Wipeout. And then there was another one where they... So they showed the competition and then spliced to them at a date or something? Well, no, I don't think it spliced to them on the date. It was just two people that were meeting each other for the first time and supposed to be on a blind date. They went to Wipeout and they started oh. competing. Uh, same Who thing. volunteered them for that? I don't know. I didn't get that much information. It's like they were it. set up by their parents and they have to compete <laughs> at Wipeout. Wipeout. And then there was one that took place where it was just a whole family. That's been done before, but um, for Wipeout. Yeah, I mean, there were yeah. families in this one, too. Yeah. So Looking at my notes, I also see they had a special effects duo. They didn't make it through either, and they were basically just obsessed with Hollywood special effects. They, they work for special were they effects. Were they just kind of there so you would kind of feel for them? Because my big complaint about no. the Titans games was No, these just... were here to laugh at people. This is slapstick humor all the way. Well, did anyone do surprisingly well on the courses? Because there's yeah. three courses, right? So the old and the restless team just kept... See, in the second one, the gauntlet one, the one with David and Vaughn, they were in last place for the majority. Like, the other teams were literally at the last stage of the course, ready to win the thing. Either one of them could have won it. And then 
the old guy and Vaughn or David and Vaughn just ran through the course and somehow won. <laughs> so they were behind, but they were kind of the underdogs and ended up yeah, winning. Like so they, the so they did that. And then in the last course, and this is the first one that actually happened at nighttime where it looked like a Titan game as opposed to a wipeout right, series. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you had Eileen and her friend and they were competing against David and Vaughn. And they do pretty well. They get it through the entire course in 13-some minutes. Um, and at this point, I'm rooting for them because, like, they're pretty skinny. I didn't expect I thought, again, this was going to be, like, peak physical fitness Olympian-type battles. Well, and so when she, when both of them made it through and they're really, really small, I was like, oh, that's <laughs> cool. Um, but it's hard also not to root for David and Vaughn at that so point. So both of them But then likeable. David started his his journey through the... the um, the obstacle course and he immediately stops and just gets afraid and then freezes for 10 minutes and apparently after 10 minutes it, get, it gets called and then the other person gets like he had three minutes to win the entire thing for wait them. so hold on so when you say 10 minutes and you say he froze do you mean he literally just did not move david got they, they shot him out of the cannon to start the obstacle course he swam his way up to the first like thing he had to do mm-hmm. and then there's this kind of big jump you have to make and he didn't want to make the jump he just couldn't. He stood there frozen for nine minutes. And if he if he didn't make this jump, would he just fall in the water? Yeah, and then you have to just redo it over oh, and over yeah, again. That would probably get pretty but tiring. He, he kind of just, well, no, he would, He didn't get tired of doing it because he's been doing it. He just couldn't physically or mentally, like, make that did jump. He, did he say anything that as that? Yeah, he's like, I can't. I, he's like, he's trying to do it. And then, but Vaughn, who's way more physically fit and younger than him, like, dashes through the rest of the course and he and and david is there like coaching him in the back (laughs) and they're making jokes at the fact that like he should be flicking him off at this point yeah but yeah so vaughn actually makes it almost until the very end and then he makes the last leap and he catches on to the board and he actually could win the whole thing in three minutes had he just pulled himself up but his by he was holding by one arm and he couldn't do it that was yeah that was a promo yeah that's what you were talking about yeah yeah so the Sabrina and Eileen team actually led to two of the funniest jokes. Uh, John Cena was rooting for them, and so was Nicole Byer. And she said something along the lines of, like, come on, Eileen, come on, Eileen. And then uh, John Cena responded by being like, every time you say come on, Eileen, it costs us about $250,000 because of the song. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm sorry, and it comes out of your paycheck, too. Uh, like, yeah. And he was like, it's okay. <laughs> so so that was, that was probably the best joke. Normally, they would be god-awful, like, Gen Z-type soliciting humor where it would be like that sharon's more like a karen oh yeah and so you get a lot of cringy moments like that so don't expect a lot of jokes to actually land when you said the two hundred fifty thousand dollar thing i thought you were going to say because of the sets because tbs gave them a huge budget and apparently the show was even cost more money because of the amount of covid19 testing that they had to do continually for the show it even got some bad press over the summer because one of the contestants michael paradis died from a heart attack i remember reading about that um i didn't think it affected this episode at all but it was weird because in the show they use these scrunch sound effects and neck cracking effects and yeah just I'm, these weird crunches when people slam into the different like obstacle pieces yeah i'm pretty sure that those are just they're like, viscerally the... disturbing sometimes because sometimes these people completely like collapse over their necks and i'm like that, i that looks like they just died it uh-huh. looks like the stick 
stick war game that I used to play on my iPhone <laughs> right. where I would like slam people and they would just crumple. Like that's how it looked with some of these freeze frames. So, so I was like, how are they okay? Did, didn't it get tiring of seeing that after show a while? should be called Whiplash. But then you get tired after seeing that for a while, seeing so many people get hit so hard or like... No, because I knew what to expect. If I was... I did feel like an insane person sitting there with a, a notepad and, and like a pen <laughs> staring at a reality show as it just had people falling into stuff and making notes on it. Like anybody who does that besides for a review is, is dumb. You think that <laughs> it has that much replay value though? Because this was apparently... This high. is for people who are like high. Well, it, <laughs> if, it, had, its, it had its highest viewership in a long time 775,000 viewers for like a, I mean they promoted it show it, it's the high it's the highest this week um the other one is Young Rock and I found it funny that those two shows both have John Cena yeah, and yeah the Rock did yeah. they fought each other right in real life yeah I think they had two fights and I think both of them won one <laughs> okay so they're split even right now yeah so this like I said before was shot in Santa Clarita California and there are four shows the four I'm about to mention are all shot in California but not the specific place um, where the others are so the four I have are Wipeout, Firefly, V, and Weeds. And one of these is not shot in the same place in Santa Clarita, California as the others. I, I guess mean, I don't really care. <laughs> the, why would I most, care most which one on. is which one is shot wherever? So that I'm just supposed to guess? Yeah. All right, so what were the questions again? Weeds. Wipeout, Firefly, V, and Weeds. I mean, Firefly is the weirdest one out of all those, so I'll just say Firefly. No, I found it strange how that was actually one that was true. The one okay. that was fake was Weeds. All which, right. which is just after the first couple seasons they moved a bunch of locations so like okay another funny joke that the eileen crew did was that after uh or sabrina actually made it after eileen had like just come across and won the thing the 13 minute thing she was like she nailed it and she was like pointing at nicole fire <laughs> she said it. and then nicole fire was like yeah she did nail it and then she was like oh wait no stop that's Once, a different yeah. show <laughs> Apparently, they had a lot of different cameras. Like, they had one underwater, yeah, and they, they had GoPros. They had them all over the place. Yeah, that's what Michael Kunitz said. It looks like a fun thing. thing to do if you had it in your backyard. Like, if you had a white well, you can in actually, your backyard, you can actually you can buy them? <laughs> well, A, obviously, you can apply for the show, but they oh, have it no. where you can also no. actually just go and do the wipeout challenge. Like you Yeah, can I don't know if I'd want to travel to do it, because then it would be, obviously, a lot of people there, yeah. and you would have to just go... But it well, does it, seem like a fun water park ride or something. Well, yeah, and uh, even Winter Wipeout, because of how successful the original show was, premiered in 2011, and it got a ton of high ratings, and you can even do the things that they were doing in that show. What is the difference? It's just more winter-based. So yeah, like, yeah, but how? Like, it's colder water. Why would people want I don't think water? I don't think it has as much to do with water as much as just, like, a ton of different fans. Like, they have, they have a ton of different courses. Have they and, ever done one in the ocean? I don't think so. That feels like that'd it. be like a ton of money. But John Ocean Cena like was that. also offered to do, like to do the course, and he denied it because he didn't want to do any of that. That's weird because um, The Rock does his course. Well, when you saw the contestants do the courses, you get a good scope of it with the GoPros that they had on. Like they show you the course a lot, and at first I didn't understand whether or not the people could just swim right across if they wanted to. But then I saw that, like, because they sometimes re re reality show cut it where suddenly someone is somewhere different. So you don't actually see them complete oh, part okay. of the task. Yeah, I so I was unfamiliar with the rule, but pretty soon I realized that you do have to keep on just going up the ladder and redoing it until you get through. Um, and then in the end, it is really indulgent. It's uneducational. As I said, Gen Z soliciting and... Um, 
it's probably like the craziest reality competition in that regard that I've seen since the floor is lava, which is very similar. Mm. Also, I thought that once contestants fell out for the first time that they were completely done. Like that was a fail and that they, they no, weren't able to they complete just the have task. To keep redoing it. You, you what is the America like ninja thing that they have? American Ninja Warrior. Is that like also an obstacle course thing that they have to do? Uh, I think so, but I, know... I think that's where I kind of blended the two shows in my head together well, for the longest Matt time. Well, even brought up, but he said he wanted to focus on making Wipeout funnier than that but also have the same type of intensity that American Ninja Warrior has. The only time it felt really intense was the very, very ends of either one. Did it seem like the people were more tired when they were doing the obstacle course? Yes, when they, yeah, and they I they felt for hurt. them because it's like you fall... Uh, you keep, keep keep on getting pushed off and then having to swim and then get up these like giant it seems like an obstacle course that i'd be able to be really good at at the beginning but after like three or four times being hit into the water i would get <laughs> so get tired i wouldn't be able to like latch on to anything not not just because it was slippery but just because i would be too weak one of the reviews for this show was talking about how they could probably lower the amount of blindside hits that happened to the audience while with something like titan games it was a lot more hardcore like there were a lot of blindside hits yeah, so you agree with that then? Yeah, but I don't think they need to lower it. Why were they saying to lower it? Because they were saying it like made the viewer feel like hurt for them, hurt for the people. But isn't that, that the watching. point? Like this is supposed to be America's funniest home videos, well, but competition. From what I understand, the show has gotten okay reviews as a six point six on IMDb. But apparently people like the old one more because uh, there's like been the changes. <laughs> yeah. This show had uh, three obstacle courses. The original had four. They had more announcers. And also... More um, announcers. Yeah. They had, a, I believe, like four people announcing as opposed to just the two. And also the one person who uh, Camille Kosek was... Uh, Kosek, yeah. Kosek, yeah, was replacing. Did it seem like she fit in the show? Because she was talking about She's how... a when, Sports Illustrated model who dar- dates... Uh, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. yeah. And this is her national debut to television she said uh, but I, I mean she's fairly famous already so i she just interviewed the contestants and again the contestants were very eager and excited to be there like this wasn't something where you were expecting them to cut off camera with a different contestant like ratting at the other one or being mad at the other they were all really good teammates and high-fiving in between takes um, I should I should mention that the show was brought back because the internet like realized that it was still a very popular even after it was off air. Like it's, most it shows had a that lot of Facebook back. likes. Um, that in 2016, <laughs> New York Times did a study on TV shows with the most Facebook likes, and in places like Utah, Wisconsin, uh, and like. Uh, Idaho, it was still getting like a ton of likes, so they decided to bring it back, and that's I the just, reason why it resurfaced. Yeah, I wish they didn't pander so much to the really young audience and try to do the cringy jokes that happen. I get that that's part of it. When you say young audience, do you mean like, are you talking about very young, like toddler or like more just like the 10 to 12 age? I'm not talking about toddler. I'm talking about like the jokes I was talking about with Karens and and I I can't, the things escape me now because they were so stupid, but there was just a list of um, I don't know, internet, so, uh, Reddit so, jokes that you'd expect, so but between they, they the, come across so cringy. Between the like obstacle courses and the intensity there, what would you give that on a 1 to 10 scale? I mean, I liked how the show turned out. I liked the ending competition, but as a whole, it's super immature and stupid, so... You, you are what you eat. yeah but i'm saying that when you talk when you talk about the obstacle courses that they had to go through and how like the carousel or the pummel pool yeah. or all those yeah yeah i mean those look fun to be a part of okay i don't know how you make those no, that well, would be an interesting again part. that was the mad kunitz and like this no but he did, he's 
the set team is the per- yeah the, the set team they all just they, they basically made just a whole new new like yeah musicals. but to make them where they're not dangerous where they're also like super fun and new and also challenging like that's that's pretty cool and and completable like i think that's the hardest one is that to get that the average person could actually do it so that it's not like all the teams just lose because they can't complete the whole yeah. obstacle course all right well i feel like that's that's basically the end we've we played this for all it's worth We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.